welcome to REM Waking World, Season 1, Episode 6, Empathy and Apathy. Okay, Toby, <laughs> look around the marketplace. Try and read the emotions around you. Focus on people's body language. You get better at it the more you read. Read? It's called reading the room, or in this case, the marketplace. Look at the body language and guess what thinking is behind every action. Thoughts are attached to physiology and, more importantly, emotions. When emotions take over, they're obvious to read. So, that lady over there, unhappy with her purchase. Oh yeah, she's arguing with a salesman. Obvious to read. What's her emotion? Anger. The reactions around her are easy to read too. See? The salesman is frustrated but trying not to let his emotions rule. The man near her with the beard? He looks amused. Yep. He's trying to contain his laughter. Those who let their emotions take total control are easy to read. What about someone more subtle? Ah, the boy sitting at his store. The one selling pewter goblets in between the busy swordsmith and the cloth weaving stalls. He's sitting slumped with his head resting heavily. Head in one hand and the other arm like a broken tree branch on the table. Nice. His mouth all droopy. His eyes are flicking now and then to the noise of busy customers on either side. Staring off in the distance, eyelids a little heavy. Bored? Brilliant. Those two young women flittering around the apparel shop like tropical fish swimming through seaweed. Excited. Nice one. You're a natural. The numbers are going up on my training band. This is how you get empath points. The more empathy you have, the higher the score. The higher the score, the easier it will be for you to change shape. But we'll get to that soon enough. For now, we're interested in sharpening your empathy and raising that score. I love having a changeling band. How do I get one as decorated as yours? It grows with your empath points. It has a life of its own. You'll be one of the most powerful morphs yet, under my instruction. Just wait till you see how ornately decorated yours will become. So cool. Looks like you're fairly good at reading emotion and that's the thinking part of empathy. Let's try atmosphering. Atmosphering? Yes. What's the mood here in the marketplace? Empathy is about thinking, sensing, and responding. What do you sense about the space you're in? You may know it as a vibe. I feel... Yes? Confused. There's lots of emotions. Tune into it as one collective emotion. What's all this doing to you? This is hard. It's like when you're at home. You feel safe and calm. Not anymore. Not now Mummy's one of the bad guys. Ooh, I just read something in you. No, just because your mum made bad choices doesn't mean you're also... Evil? No, never. You could never be. It's just not possible. Maybe you got your good looks from your mum and your personality from your dad. He is a beautiful guy, Mira. I miss him so much. I know. But for now, we need to look outward. Sometimes our own emotions can cloud what we're reading and sensing. Take a breath and let's look and feel outward. Okay. I sometimes go with opposites to help define what I'm sensing. Opposites? Do you feel safe or unsafe? Safe. 
Happy or sad? I feel sad. Is that because of your dad? And my mum. I'm so sorry, Toby. Should we save the training for another time? I just thought while Jonah was off gathering information, I'd have time to show you the ways of the moor. I'm sorry. I'll clear my mind. Empaths don't ignore their own emotions. They just have a practiced ability to put them aside for a moment. Turn down the volume of your emotion and turning up the volume of others. Perhaps I jumped too fast. Back to small steps. That young boy at the cloth weavers, with his mum trying to get him to try on clothes. <laughs> he's a bit like you. Read what he's feeling. I think he's embarrassed. He does not like the clothes she's choosing. No, he doesn't. Try and see it as he sees it. He likes the blue one. He wants the blue one. And mum's a little sad because she can't afford the things on that rack. Whoa, my count is going up. That's because you're empathising. Simulating emotion is hard. So let's try atmosphering a second time. Sense the atmosphere as a whole. A complete wash of collective emotion like one artwork. Does it feel busy or relaxed? Busy. Happy or sad? Definitely happy as a whole. The customers are looking at all the great things on offer. The sellers are making money to feed their families. Okay. Happy? Contented happy or restless happy? Restless. Market sellers are thirsting for more sales. Customers are looking for something, but not for what they need, what they want. New things, fun things, exciting things. There's an energy to it. The building anticipation of joy. <laughs> wow, yes! What a beautiful way to describe it. The anticipation of joy. Yes, it's palpable. You are so <laughs> articulate. I feel like I want to go buy Jonah a surprise. Emotional contagion. Brilliant. You are flying through this. Maybe I'll change into flying things like you. Wow, the score is going up really fast. It's because you sense the atmosphere, then you caught the feeling. Total engagement of empathy. Thinking, feeling and sensing. Can we go and buy Jonah something? I love that the first thing you thought about wasn't yourself. You are something special. Jonah is the best brother in the world. I think you are too, you precious little soul. Can we take a break from training for a moment and buy a gift? Thinking about someone else like this is all part of the training. What are you going to buy? I wonder if they have musical instruments. Oh, they might have. Is Jonah a musician? Whoa, a snake. Oh my goodness. I hate snakes. How many snakes do you know? None. You don't strike me as a hater. I only hate snakes. But you said you don't know any. How can you hate something you don't know? They're scary. The way they move. You are missing out. Oh, oh my they gosh. can be so beautiful. They're dangerous. Everything is dangerous in the right circumstances. Even you. I'm not dangerous. You are when you hate something because you don't understand it. How do I understand it? Let's put shopping on hold for now. I think you've found something far more exciting. I have. Your first changeling form. Sorry? What? No, not a snake. Time for some radical empathy, my little apprentice. Follow that snake handler. Do we have to? Yes, actually, I think we do.
Jacob. They've been breaking into the sand parts of every system, injecting plague sap into the dream stones. I'm sorry, Alice, you've lost me. You know, the stones we capture our dream productions in. The film we use. These. Ah, yeah. Nothing's army. The unfinished. They've been corrupting as many dream stones as they can. Here, let me play one of our most popular dreams. Now ruined by the sap. This way, you can experience how it's been affected. Do you want me to play the dream in first person or third person mode? Uh, I'm feeling brave. Play the dream in first person mode, please. All right then, good luck. Honestly, this thing is amazing. Virtual reality on Earth won't catch up to this for years. Sorry? Nothing. Play the dream. I'm ready. Now playing dream in first person mode. Can't even believe this is happening. You've worked so hard for this. Look at this party. Do you ever just want to pinch yourself? It certainly is a dream. Wait a minute. Is that... Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And Keithy. Oh my God. I knew she was tall. She's really very nice. Hard to believe she's, you know, Nicole Kidman. She's not what I expected. What? Human? Yeah. Really real. Sweet. Of course she's sweet. She's our Nick. No, I mean, I knew she'd be lovely... I just expected her to be, uh, I don't know. She's so cute, you know? Kind of natural and awkward and endearing and just- Human. She's just a woman doing a job. Her job just happens to be super high profile. This is your life now. You step behind that closed curtain. All the smoke and mirrors melt away. Yeah, and it's kind of, Congratulations, Jacob. Your first novel. All those years of hard work have finally paid off, hey? Mind if I get a picture for my Instagram? Sure. Haven't read it yet, but I look forward to it. Nicole said she wasn't sure whether to congratulate you or punch you in the nose. You know, on behalf of Sunday Rose's teacher, for what you say about teachers in your book. Nicole loves teachers. Don't know who I am, do you? Uh, I'm sorry, I don't. <laughs> I'm hopeless. My friend does, though. What? Of course I do. Hello, friend. Hi. I'm such a fan. Fame is a fickle thing. Enjoy all of this, Jacob. Soak in every fleeting moment. My only advice is stay relevant. Who is she? I have absolutely no idea. Thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're in a new world now, my friend. I guess I thought it would feel different. Like how? I don't know. My book got published and there's a lot of interviews and I'm really excited. It's a bestseller on Amazon, but, well, I hate parties. I like the idea of them, but when they get close, all I want to do is cancel. But I can't cancel or I won't sell books. And I just want to be at home with no one ringing or dropping in or flooding my social media. 
I really didn't think this through. And now you're in a feud with our Nick? Look how well that went for Tom Cruise. Not since Trump has Australia hated an American that much. (laughs) You're no help. Welcome back to Talking Books. This is Scarlett Kelly in conversation with Jacob Thorne on his new tell-all book about teachers, Those Who Can't. It's not really a tell-all, it's contemporary fiction. With some quite shocking revelations about our education system, might I add. Well, I just think people are focusing on the wrong thing. It's not a book about the Australian education system. Well, it does seem to be a serious indictment about Australian schools. It's not what it's about. It's about a teacher, yes, but... A specific teacher, not all teachers. You are a very angry character in this book. It's not autobiographical. Sure, the character's the same age and also happens to be a teacher, but it's not me. He's an anti-hero. He's the kind of teacher I would never want to be. I'm not rude like he is. Oh, he can get very rude, can't he? Cutting, especially to his poor innocent students. The colourful language and the extracurricular habits of teachers. Salacious. These teachers... Not all teachers. Yes, I mean, the fact that parents are entrusting their children to teachers like this. Is it fair to say these teachers are people you know? I mean, it must have come from somewhere. It's not about me. It's a work of fiction. Now, I heard the Teachers' Federation are up in arms about this book. It's not real, Scarlett. I don't understand why people, uh, intelligent people, are not getting it. It's... An unexpected love story. A teacher who has lost his purpose falls back in love with teaching. Does he though? I must admit, there's not a lot of love for the profession here. What about the scandalous PE teacher? Who is she based on? Hey Jacob, that whingy middle-aged teacher in your book, Karen, the one with all the boring stories, is she based on Kath Rogers? I love that she's called Karen too. Kath is such a Karen. No, it's a number of people. It's many people. She's not based on anyone in particular. And I like Kath Rogers. Mr Thorne, you were my favourite teacher. And all that time, you were thinking that about us? Oxygen thieves? You're so mean Ellen DeGeneres could take lessons. Was it really that hard to be stuck with us? No. No, it's not about any of you or any class. Winter Flats High is not a real school. I've never taught at any school like this. Whatever you reckon, sir. Tell me, is that really what you guys get up to in the staff room? Wowzers, you should be in such a shame spiral right now. This'll hurt. I've got more respect for ScoMo. Tom, hi. I'm so glad you read my book. I'm not glad I read it. My mum always said you were a would-be if you could be. Hey, leave him alone. He got a novel published. What did you ever do? Besides the wipe it down challenge on TikTok. I don't know. Just volunteered at a school in Kiribati for three years. Something that helps the human race. This isn't a book. It's just controversy for controversy's sake. It's not even good writing. All that foul language. Use your words, Jay Thorne. Actual words. All that toxic masculinity. What a disgusting depiction of relationships. So toxic I caught Jacob Thorne syndrome. Side effects are I'm getting a big head, 
No one will ever love me and I can't write to save myself. God, give us back Shakespeare and we'll give you back Jacob Thorne. If that history teacher is based on a real person, he should never be allowed to teach again, filthy article. And are there any females in this book who are actually positive people or even nice? You're a misogynist. Have a nice weekend, everyone. Except you, Jake Thorne. I would never write a book like that. What a nightmare to have your name attached to that stinker of a novel for the rest of your life. You'll never lose the stench. It stinks so bad it added Trump as a supporting castmate. have to go and get mum all upset. I haven't upset mum. She's been calling all of us. She's driving Hannah mad. She even called Rebecca. Whoa. Is she upset about the book? Who wouldn't be? It's pretty cruel, Jake. I mean, mum's intense, but she's not that bad. It's not mum. It's a fictional character. Wait, did you read my book? I skimmed it. I mean, God, Jake, you were her favourite. Her only son. I'm not a favourite. Hannah is. Oh, yeah. Hannah's definitely the favourite. It's not mum, Evie. Not even a little bit. She's just a character. Someone I imagine Alice and Janney playing. You know, like in I, Tonya. And why aren't we in it? Having three sisters can't be that bad. It's fiction. Probably wouldn't want me to upstage you. I mean, I would make a pretty amazing character. Is that all you wanted to tell me about? Mum says she's really scared about how you think. Is that really how you think of the world? Why are you so angry, Jake? I'm not angry, but I'm getting angry now. She's crying on the phone to us. That's just not the little boy I remember. He used to be such a happy little boy. Eve, you know me. I'm your brother. It's not me. Do I even have a brother? I mean, I'm not even in your damn book. (sighs) I'll call her. No, you won't. Don't you dare say anything. Shouldn't have opened my big mouth. It's not like it just fell out. You called me to tell me specifically. She's really proud of you. You're a novelist. You did it. Yay. She just wished it wasn't so... So what, Eve? Well, nothing. Yeah. It sounds like nothing. So, what are you going to do now? What do you mean? It's not like they'll ever let you teach again, Jake. What will your next book be about? Will you take aim at another poor profession? Who has it worse off than teachers? Nurses? Nicole Kidman's mum was a nurse. Serious beef now. The book's got quite a bit of bad press, hasn't it? My little brother. Famous. No offence, Jake. It's not cool, famous. It's kind of infamous. Like those underbelly shows... Teachers want to lynch you. I have lost a lot of friends on Facebook. I'm not surprised. It's a twist on a love story, Eve. People just aren't getting it. Look, all you can hope for is that it will die down. There's heaps of books that were popular once and now they've fallen into obscurity. Like that, yeah, the one that was like self-published and it was really famous a couple of years back. But they said the writing was bad. But it was all the rage for a while. What was it? I can't remember. I really didn't mean to. I love teaching. Teachers are the best. It's a love story. Boy meets career. You're regretting it, aren't you? What? Hannah said you were. You're regretting that people are taking your first book the wrong way. They're all focused on the outrageous behaviours of teachers and not on your story. Yes. It's going to be successful. Thanks, Eve. It's going to be successful because people love to have a go at teachers. Everyone has had at least one bad story of a teacher and that sticks with them. You're an anti-hero. I told you it's not me. But it's part of your soul. It's your baby. And it's out there. And it's vulnerable. And there's people who think your baby's ugly. 
And they're not even using the polite code for what to say when babies are ugly. What code? You know, he has such little hands and feet. Oh, you know, like I said with Blaze. He's your nephew. I really don't understand, Beck. What was she thinking? And what kind of life is that kid going to lead? <laughs> well, probably better than yours, though, eh? <laughs> the court of public opinion is tearing your book apart, like an ancient sacrifice to appease the gods of Goodreads. But at least I'll buy the book to see what all the fuss is about. Then, when it's over, you can write another nice book and no one will be bothered with you. Not even publishers. Because they're selling scandalous opinions here, not you. Not your writing. You're being used, I'm afraid. Your next book will be lightning strikes once kind of thing. Because it will be the good book and not the publisher's agenda one. Then I won't need to deny you, my little brother. (laughs) No, this will fade. Mum will settle down. You'll still have royalties on the first and... You can just live off that and see how far it takes you. Or maybe then you might get a job as a casual teacher. Well, if you're not too old. But don't go thinking you can sponge off us. You're just human like the rest of us. We all live and we all die. In the end, it's about relationships and how you treat people, not whether you had a scandalous book that was published. All of that will be rendered meaningless. Remember when you used to say... Why have I been given this talent if I'm not using it? And you said, you are. Instead of having one successful writer, you're multiplying the amount of successful writers by inspiring the next generation of writers. Did I say that? That's beautiful. It is. But it's great to have a novel published. Look at all those books and your name. People think it's about me. Of course it's not you. You're not an angry person. Exactly. You'll never have to teach again. I'll never get the chance to teach again. Perhaps. But why would you want to? You've gone down the rabbit hole and now you're in Wonderland. Enjoy it. How can I? We can't win with you, can we? There are worse things than not getting a book published. Having a terrible book published. What if I left the English-speaking world? To where? The government says there won't be flights for at least three years. Dream production complete. Jacob, are you all right? It's done. The bad dream's over. It was horrible. Yes. It used to be the excitement of finally achieving a lifelong dream. Now the plague sap has turned it into... A nightmare, but not scary. Draining. Yes. You get your dream, but it's purposeless. And hollow. It makes you think, though. What's it all for? See? It got you too. Shake it off. It was a nightmare. One of nothing's weapons. Humans connect to this very popular dream and it saps their motivation. It would make me think twice about writing. Snap out of it, Jacob. It's designed to drain you. We need to be stronger than that. We've got to beat her. Make dream productions that are so attractive to humans, they leave nothing's corrupted dreams in the dust. How? We're assembling the ultimate dream production team in the R&J system, the story system of love, which is exactly what the world needs right now.
Mira? Mira? Mira, look who I found. Cleo. Cleo, pleasure to meet you. What a beautiful snake. Are they flecks of gold on his skin? Where's Toby? Down here, big brother. I mean, giant brother. Whoa, Mira, you turned him into a diamond python. No, he did it all himself in record time. He's very advanced. Just need to master changing back. Met a lot of really nice snakes today. They're actually not scary at all. Quite gentle and shy, which was jaw-dropping for me. They're just trying to make a life for themselves. Tip the scales in their favour, you know. Jonah tells me you heard about your mum. I perhaps may have called her a snake before, but snakes want to shed that image. Too constricting. I knew we'd told you we were going to the Odysseus system, so I came to find you. Glad I did. We're meeting the others in the RNJ system. Come on! Just a moment. We've got our eyes on this purple guitar. Sorry? What? It was going to be a surprise. It's a gift for you, Jonah. You little snake. Why, thank you. I'll take that. You've taught him well. A teacher's job is to make themselves progressively unnecessary. With this little empath, I'll be unnecessary by this time tomorrow. REM Waking World is written, directed and produced by Joshua Coombs. The voice of Mira is Stephanie Coble-Runge. Toby, Elijah Coombs. Alice, Alison Blayavine. Jacob, Joshua Coombs. Jonah, Lewis Coombs. Cleo, Samantha Coombs. REM Waking World is recorded remotely in various destinations in New South Wales. Lismore, Newcastle, Port Macquarie, Manly, Cromer, Mossman, Cabramatta, Camden, Campbelltown, Penrith, Mittagong, Bowral, and this episode reached even further to Melbourne, Victoria, with our new regular cast member, Sarah Sullivan, as Scarlett Kelly, an internet troll, recording live from pandemic lockdown, sending love and health to her and her beautiful family and all Victorians. We've also jumped to a new country in the waking world, Ireland, featuring the voice of Australian actor residing in Ireland, Melissa Buckley, the voice of an internet troll. This episode also features our competition winners and our new regular castmates, the Dream Production Company, Gabrielle Fontaine as Millie, Jacob's friend, Tanya Rowett as Nicole Kidman's celebrity friend and Jacob's gossipy colleague, Caroline Farrell as Eve Thorne, Jacob's annoying older sister, with Claudine Bella, Marcus Fitzpatrick, Adam Marshall, Cecily McGeeky, and featuring the voice of a brilliant ex-student of two of our stars, Angela Zellenbarber. Original REM theme composed by Joshua Coombs. For additional content, please visit our site, remwakingworld.com. You can also find us on all your podcast streaming services. If you're enjoying this podcast, please spread the word further across the waking world. For any questions, or just to say hi, email us at remwakingworld at gmail.com. Thanks for taking the time to listen and dream. Listener.